It's a mean age. But it is going to be a beautiful future as long as we don't f*** it up. I'm Brian McWilliams, and this is Mean Age Daydream, where I bring you unfiltered comedy, criticism, philosophy, and politics with a Mean Age Daydream. Yeah! Back! It's like sliding into a warm bath, buddy, here with my friend Robbie the Fire. Coming soon. Is that your nickname on the <laughs> on the platform now? Coming yeah, well, soon. I'm always going to be coming soon. You know, I you mean, can obviously. figure that when the podcast's over, I'm probably going to jerk off. So it's always going to be Why wait till it's over? Why wait till it's over? I can't see your lower half. You're actually, this is the, this is the first time I've seen you do a podcast in a while where you're actually right. sitting down. And that probably is for that exact reason. Uh, Yeah, it's uh, well, it's actually easier for me to masturbate from a standing up position. But you know what? <laughs> I, I I think it's for me too. I, I'm so used to doing it in the shower now because I have to hide from my wife and children, oh. which is what good parents do, by the way. If you ever meet right. a parent that doesn't hide from his wife and children to masturbate, that's an issue. I can't tell you the last time I actually masturbated standing up. I'm lazy. Really? Oh, I do it all the time. It's great because you can kind of angle away from yourself. You don't right. have to, the cleanup's much easier. I just put a tarp down like American Psycho. You know, that's like I'm going to murder somebody. Perfect. Surround yourself in a tarp. Or here's an idea. Um, yeah, you got a Puerto Rican it, wife. You can't leave that come around to end up with a fourth I, child. I, I don't have a Puerto Rican. That's uh, that's that's. I've got a nice, good white lady that lives with me. The other yeah, races your wife, can't your stand. Your wife me. is surprisingly attractive. I know. Well, I say hey, that in a respectful know, way. I I I took it as such. But how about this, you're you used to be Jewish. You're still Jewy. Mm-hmm. You know the whole they bang through a sheet thing. Right. What about you jerk it off? Well, this is something we could even make a brand for. Why don't we make a, like a trash bag that's okay. got a velour inner lining so you're cozy and soft on your nipples and on the inside. You can rub yourself and it's going to feel soft and warm. And then it's got a hole in it and the outside is just like a trash bag material. So the cum just slides right off the trash bag into whatever, you know, the carpet, the the grass. So I, and you can hose it off easily. It's washable, machine washable. What I, what I don't like about this is um, masturbation is about the convenience. That's what it's about. You know, you don't want to deal with the elements. You just want to be able to. I'm not asking you to fucking jerk off in a blizzard. No, what you just described was a relationship to me. I got to be washing things. I got to go find the thing. I got to put it on. Eh, Who's guy who who actually is willing to treat? What am I lighting candles? You know what I I mean? mean? That is one step away, I guess, from naming your jerk off velour trash bag. You know, like Martha, it's time. And then. I mean, and also the hole would probably get a little bit of crust in it. I'd have to really look into whether or not the friction from whether or not you have pubes versus no pubes. I mean, that really comes into question too, right? All right, let's say you're banging this thing every day without right. a doubt. Right? Your pubic hair, is it going to chafe the holes? Is it going to start to crack and start to pull on the, the skin? I don't, I I'm, I guess I'm not really quite envisioning what your trash bag velour jerk off operation is that I'm not quite understanding the dynamics of how pubes here could be uh, creating a chafing issue. Well, I'm thinking that if the pubes get stuck in the hole after chafing, 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 then it how can small become is this a hole that your pubes aren't on well, the outside. I've got a pretty, uh, a pretty wide frothy cock here. And okay. the idea though, is you just put your dick through the hole. Right. So that the pubes are really on the inside. The only pubes that are coming through are at the base of the shaft. But I'm worried about that becoming a friction issue where it could either damage the hole or damage 
your shaft. Is there no uh, lubrication to this machine? That well, how many times damaged? do you want to clean this thing? The whole point is that you can well, use it. Uh, the outside's a hose down. Now we're talking about cleaning the inside too. Do we have to spray it for lice and crabs? Um, uh, you know, the, the tales I've heard from other people who may have used fleshlights or other uh, male uh, sex uh, products, the cleanup is what makes them disgusting. And that's yeah. why you throw them out. I'm pitching you an easy spray down cleanup. We're getting off track. Which is, what am I, I'm going to go out into the fucking backyard <laughs> with the trash bag and a hose and wash it down like uh, Pulp Fiction in front of the neighbors? You just wave like, yeah, I'm just cleaning off my jerk off trash bag. You do it You do it in the middle of the night like any adult does when you're yeah, taking like care a of your dirty killer, Like a serial killer. Right. That you go out into your yard in the bag in the middle of the night yes. with a hose. I don't even own a hose. What am I going to go? I got to get out. I got to run a hose through my apartment out to the wow. parking lot. Wait for the neighbors to be asleep. You're no hose poor. I didn't know, Robbie. <laughs> when you moved out of the city, I thought, wow, he's really doing. But no hose poor. Jesus, that's a whole nother era. What do you do? Just take cups of water when you need to hose something down? Do you wash your <laughs> do you just wash your car by filling condoms up and dumping them on the hood? Uh, yeah. Slowly well, uh, wash my car. What kind of luxury do you think I'm living? <laughs> that's I, got, true. Uh, I, I got an old Subaru legacy that's got so many dents in it. You don't want it any shinier. I just got a new Subaru Legacy. We're on opposite Ooh. sides. We're going different directions, you and I. <laughs> Good for you, bud. I just, uh, I just did all the repair work to, you know. Now, now I'm pot invested to keep yeah. this thing for the next ten years. Nice. That's what, hey, that's what they're there for, man. Well, I'd like to put two hundred thousand miles on my car. I'm currently at a hundred thousand, so I'm. Uh, I think that's, I'm, I'm halfway to the goal. That's reasonable. I dude, yeah. my car just died at sixty thousand miles, and it's a Hyundai, and I'm like in a fucking blood. Oh, yeah, war what was with the Hyundai? Because they almost killed you. And your family. Yeah, dude. Well, I'm in it with my daughter and the engine dies. I'm going like 75 on the freeway. I'm merging across right. five lanes of traffic because I'm okay. trying to get to the I mean, that's to an Hyundai's off fault. ramp. That's Hyundai's that's, well, fault. Yeah. Listen being, and being listen on the it. far side and trying to get across five I'm, lanes. I mean, obviously I'm, that's well, on I'm the going manufacturer. Over. I'm going over as a professional does. You know, I'm being careful. Right. But the problem is I need to get to the other side of the freeway because the exit's coming up. The right. engine, I gun the engine to go forward to go around these cars the engine which has been serviced just did the sixty thousand mile servicing at the fucking dealer just right. got the oil changed again after that before the required warranty right or before the required maintenance says the car the engine just dies and with it because the power shuts off my power steering dead my brakes right. lock so it's like you know now i've got to twist this wheel and i don't know if you've ever driven a car without the power steering locked on right. it's like wrestling a shark like it's right. it's not easy it's like it's like if you're gonna try to fuck Lizzo. It's that difficult. Like you got to really right. turn the wheel. Well, the Lizzo's the more of a smell problem, but I get I get the sentiment. Well, the car was also smoking, so the smell was there. Right. So I get I'm, I'm like going over, and there's cars whizzing by me. I can't accelerate, so my car's just slowly drifting across the fucking four lanes. I get to the off ramp, and then I you know manage to get to the side about three feet off. But my toddler's in the back seat. I'm barely able to brake. I'm barely able to steer. And I'm like, if my wife was in here dead like right. i i don't even know I mean, either dead or just like stopped in the middle of the freeway which is when you really get killed because cars don't pay attention to slam right. into you and kill you so right. that's what i'm dealing with and these fuckers are telling me it's my fault because i, I was uh, a extremely negligent in my maintenance of the vehicle which as i just told you complete horseshit since right. it's like well if i was negligent what happened when i brought it into the dealership four thousand miles ago nothing was wrong then that you could find what did i do in the meantime and so what's uh what's protocol like what happens next 
Well, I'm fighting with them. I went through all the the review services for theirs because this engine problem exists. There's a class action lawsuit they lost, but apparently my engine VIN number doesn't qualify. So Mm. they're just refusing to fix it. Now I'm supposed to go through the Better Business Bureau, which is a joke, for arbitration. And past that, I'm just, I'm giving up. I've already gotten a new car. My goal now is just to be vindictive and spiteful and ruin every social media post. Like I'm paying on TikTok for my video to be, to be boosted. Every video they post, I respond to with a a horrible comment and my fucking video on every single post. So I'll do this. I've got the time. I'll do it for the next uh, four years. 60,000 dead is pretty flagrant. Ridiculous. Right. Right. I can understand if it was even a hundred thousand. Fine, sixty thousand miles. Dude. Or if you just if it was like one of those situations where you own the car for fourteen years and only put sixty thousand miles on it, but it's fourteen yeah. years old. Yeah. Right. So it's just you know ridiculous. But vindictiveness is a powerful mistress, and it's a right. uh, it's something I like to sip on, just like my whiskey. You drink it, by the way. You got a little sippy sip. Not tonight. I'm trying to. I'm trying to get rid of the uh, the at home boozing. It's a battle. Oh, that's the best place to booze, though. You don't I have to agree. worry about drunk driving. You don't have to worry I about uh, people I... following you home because you're already there. Buddy, you know you don't have to tell me these things. I get it. <laughs> I invented at-home boozing. <laughs> well, I'm sorry to hear that. What do you got there? A little bullet rye. Oh, I got yeah. the big bottle. I bought the big bottle at Costco today because I thought we were drinking together. I was like, I don't know how much of this I'm going to go through. Tonight. I'm sorry, bud. I just, <laughs> I mean, I'm not, listen, two days from now, I might, uh, <laughs> you know. Oh, I'm, I'm not- sure. I'm not, I'm not preaching. I'm not trying to, I'm not judging. I'm just saying at this very juncture in time of this evening, I'm trying to get rid of the at-home boozing. Mm. Well, you can just sit there and swallow your own spit. So <laughs> that's always okay. fun. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of swallowing spit, right. there's a couple of things we got to get into on the show today. Obviously, Trump indictment, we could talk about that. But first and foremost, I wanted to talk about this Dylan Mulvaney thing. I'm sure you've been playing along and watching the Dylan Mulvaney where, saga. I want to get one of these Bud Light cans as like a as a souvenir. Where do I even find one? I feel like these are going to be worth money as I the death too. of an American icon. I do too. And I think they just made them for him is the problem. Like I really, oh. I wanted to see them. Everybody was saying, and I, I bet so like, I don't need this idiot on my beer can. Like I don't need to be gender right. ward on when I'm just trying to get a little drunk on shitty beer. But I think they just sent him a couple of Bud Light powders with his face on it. But right. the fact remains, though, he is still a sponsor. He's still the face of Bud Light or uh, or Transweiser, as I'm sorry to call right. it. Transweiser, so, that's great. Yeah, a little now, Transweiser. Did they, was it just that they paid him to do a post? Or did they actually use him for any like paid media uh, beyond that? As far as I know, it's right now, it's just that they paid him to do the post, right? Which is right. Uh, not cheap. You know, the guy's going to make over a million, th- the girl, the hit, whatever you want to call him. He makes, uh, she makes a million dollars a post. So, well, uh, they're saying this year slated to make over a million dollars just right. off of social media sponsored posts, okay. which is fucking crazy. Now, I, to me, this makes no sense right. from any perspective from a Bud brand your audience is not the trans audience. You're not going to win people over to drink your shitty beer because it's shitty beer. People drink at sporting events and fishing and playing beer pong with. Right. So what the fuck are they thinking? You know, I was furious about it till this very moment. (laughs) And now me being mad about it makes you want to go the opposite way. Just despite me. (laughs) No, I'm going to give a little bit of the, 
uh, counter argument. And I, I don't stand by this absolutely, but I'm going to give you a little bit of the counter argument. I've in trying to get people to take uh, um, things such as Legion of Skanks, a lot of people go, hey, that's a name, offensive, this, that. We don't want our brand affiliated with it. Mm-hmm. I've never, once someone says, I never end up with the sale. Here's the thing about Legion of Skanks it's a great product. I, I'm telling you, if you want to reach a certain demographic, we do great ad reads, we perform well. <laughs> It's kind of the name is kind of baked into the cost. Like if you're can I, looking, can I yeah. can I tell you a horrible story of woe about what? the Legion of Skanks? <laughs> you're not gonna like this. So Lions of Liberty did an ad buy in Legion of Skanks. Really biggest biggest ad buy we ever made. Cost us okay. a lot of money, as you know. Did and I place that? I didn't place that. No, no, it wasn't through you. It was okay. it was it was through uh, Jimmy. Okay. So, we got it in the right. discount, but, but it was still a heavy, a heavy spend for us, right? And this right. is before this is before uh, you know the drama happened with the Mises Caucus that really kicked us in the balls, right? Which was not my did, fault, by the way. Not my fault. Did, you guys did particularly well when you did a run with Dave. Yeah, with Dave we did great, but with Leave right. the Skanks, we somehow they've got like they had at the time like two hundred fifty thousand listeners at the time. Right. We somehow lost listeners during the, the, the reads i don't know how we're like we're like we're spending thousands of dollars here we're right. losing listeners are they getting are right. they unsubscribing out of fury that we dared advertise on the legion it's like it made no sense on any level and i do pr you do bar, like right. we know sales i'm like this is somebody should have been like well ah, fuck it i'll give them a, i'll drop in no right <laughs> lost listeners it made it was I, mind-boggling I'd have, dude i'd have to go check the way that that was actually done but honestly it doesn't sound like the uh the greatest of placements. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I mean, I gave what also I gave Dave, Dave a read and right. he just read, he read it as like, Oh, this is, <laughs> this is Tyler. Hey, Brian, tell Robbie, I'm the rapper guy that gave the comedy Jews CDs with satin and swastikas. Nice. <laughs> nice. Do you remember that? No, it's funny though, but I actually don't remember that. Anyways, I've yeah, said to I people that like, there's a difference between branded advertising and then like, uh, typically speaking in advertising with an influencer. So branded mm-hmm. advertising is you go, Hey, I want the rock to be the face of my brand. And you're now leveraging like the rock and you're putting them up on billboards, this, that, or the next thing. It tends to be with the influencer marketing. You're more just uh, using the influencer to uh, have a conversation with that influencer's audience. And ideally no one should even know that that advertising took place. Ideally, now, Dylan Mulvaney's a little bit, it is a little bit different than like, for example, just being on a podcast because he is more public and I guess his feed is more public. So I guess I don't really have a point here. Well, I know. I mean, I know where you're going with it is that you're, you're, yeah, that you're they trying weren't, to, they weren't, you're, they weren't really trying to do a brand. Yeah. They weren't trying to do a brand. It's not like I turned on the Super Bowl and instead of watching a funny Bud Light ad, they were doing a Dylan Mulvaney ad with all that being said, we know what the audience for Bud Light is, and it's yeah. and it's probably people that don't care about Dylan Mulvaney. What I mean by that is like, yeah, there's probably an audience of rednecks who are like not that. I think most people don't care. If you want to go live in New York City and be trans, no one really cares. Right. What they care is when you show up and you're like, you have to celebrate me for this. That's where people are like, well, can I just do my thing? And they're like, no, unless you're, you know, unless you're woke and on board and, and where it becomes scary is you're like, I don't understand. Like part of what happens here is I'm buying beer and then the beer companies, they make a lot of money and then they sponsor content and it's the content that I like. And it's a little bit of like a circular relationship. But if yeah. all of a sudden 
all the brands are only willing to sponsor the woke shit that I hate. You know what I mean? That that's where it becomes like uh, it, it it's like a different form of censorship, and it wakes people, or it maybe doesn't wake people up. But I think what actually people are so rattled by is that socialism that brands yeah. are no longer interested in profit. Markets are so closed and people are so ingrained in the Fed and being a part of like a certain narrative for profits that they don't care about you and your purchasing dollars. And that kind of just gets people where they're like, what is going on here? Why am I being preached to from people that should want my money? These are This is a right. capitalist system. I should be buying a beer. These people should want my money and so they should be sponsoring the shit that I like so that I want to go buy more of their beer. You know what I mean? Like people like they're not actually verbalizing because they don't see the bigger picture. But what you're actually living through, in my opinion, it, we're, we're starting to like it, we're in fucking boiling water here. It's what happened with the airlines over covid that all of a sudden airlines that always worked didn't operate all of a sudden a medical system where your doctor could give you an opinion of what he actually thought you should do. That failed and you were forced to take a vaccine that turned out not to have all that much utility. This is all just signals of socialism. And so I think like so most people they're almost being shamed into like, well, why are you so upset about this? Yeah, exactly. It's it's because you're actually waking up to the fact that we're in a fully socialist society where for some reason Budweiser cares less about placating to me, who's their customer, and more about preaching some woke thing that I don't even really understand. And you might go further with and actually say is an embracement of mental illness or is gearing towards even I grooming would. kids, which is fine. Like I, I like I, I mostly agree with that, but I'm just saying it's like I, I don't know if imagine you were a customer like at your barber shop and then all of a sudden you went into your barber shop and like your barber shop, you guys were all about shooting the shit and playing right. video games. And then you came in there one week and they decided to decorate it as a ballet studio and they're playing ballet stuff all the time. And you're like, I don't understand. Who is this for? I used to hang out in here and shoot the shit with people. It's like, why are you making this a ballet thing? Do you not want my business anymore? So, you know what I mean? There's there's even like a fundamental just, hey, why am I not being respected as a customer like element? Well, I I think half of everything that that we react to is that the the people on the left have pushed this stuff so hard, so fast. Like, you know, there's anything there takes time for acculturation to happen, no matter what the movement is. Right. And it was like one of those things where gay marriage took forever. Right. It probably shouldn't have, but it took forever to be accepted. And then it wasn't. Everybody's kind of like, okay, cool. You know, we, we more or less all agree as a society, gay marriage is fine. These people have the same rights as everybody else, yada, yada. They're dropping this trans shit on it and forcing it through in like the smallest window of time. It went from everybody should get along. Right. And this is what pissed me off. Like the trans day of visibility, the, like to your point earlier, the last thing people should want is to be overly visible all the time. The whole point of people is to be left the fuck alone and really to be invisible. Like if you're trans, probably the last thing you want, unless you are truly, you know, mental illness and you you want attention, which is half of what I think is going on now with the social contagion thing and the victim mentality. But you should just want to be accepted in the society, going about your business, go shopping, do whatever. That doesn't mean you should be able to go into restrooms with women and pretend that you don't have a cock when you're getting changed with them doesn't mean you should be able to just beat the shit out of them in in sports but you should not make it a point to be so visible all the time and these people are doing that all the time 24 7 and they're rubbing it in people's faces and they're not ready and i think that's half the pushback that you see the other half is i mean without a doubt tied into you know people have said this in the comments like toad and alex here. you know it is tied into esg in a way 
in that, yes, I get it. These corporations are trying to appease people in the ESG world. They're trying to appease the many managers. They're trying to appease even the federal government. You know, I've made the argument that half of what you see here is probably, I keep saying half, I need to say, let's say a quarter just to mix it up, is because they're chasing federal dollars as well. And those dollars are chasing ESG and woke bullshit. But regardless of all that, if you're Bud Light, it's still, even if you're just trying to get this brand ambassadorship, okay, we're going to do one post to try to win over some of the trans crowd. You knew the response was going to be exactly this. There was literally no possibility it wasn't right. that you're this mocking, was the outcome and to cause this general outrage. audience. Completely. Yeah. And you're mocking women. That's like you right. and I went through on a hate watch. We hate watched Dylan Mulroney or Dylan Mulvaney. I keep right. saying Dylan Mulroney because he's an actor. Dylan Mulvaney's transitional videos. The dude is a cartoon caricature of women. It, every woman should be insulted by it. It is beyond even a, a cartoon stereotype that you see on Bob's Burgers of like a doofusy woman. And somehow he's being held up as this icon of girlhood to the point where Bud fucking Light is putting him on a can. Put real women on a can. Where's the, where, are you, where are you seeing a woman on a can ever for Bud Light? And yet this fucking clown is who they put up. I mean, that's why people are outraged by it. Yeah, it's going to be uh, like I, I haven't seen any studies. I, there, there's a couple things I'd find fascinating. This is where I hope to get to a point in my career where I can uh, actually perform real journalism. But I wonder how much of a hit um, uh, Phillips took over that. The like the boys will be boys campaign. Like, I don't know how I much of a lot. Hit. Like, yeah. I don't know how much market share they actually lost over that. I'd be fascinated. But I'd also be fascinated to see a study about, like, <laughs> the team that approved this ad read. You know what I mean? Right. Who right. Who is the marketing team? What were they thinking? Who are the individuals? Who won Budweiser? Like, I would just be kind of fascinated to get the uh, inside scoop on, like, who, who went forward with this. And it would be, I think Bud Light, it's definitely in the top five. I think it might be the number one beer in America. It, it which was. I'm, I'm I'm a Budweiser drinker, um, which you know I might think twice about. I don't. I'm not that married. I'm married to Budweiser because when I was a kid and I started drinking in high school, Budweiser just advertised to me the most. So if I was when my drink father a beer, beat me, he beat me with a Bud. No, I'm just that's why that, I learned to be an American. You want proof of the fact that just advertising works? When I was 16 years <laughs> old and I went to Bodega to buy a beer. Beer was Budweiser. That to me, like that was right. Budweiser, the king of beers. I must have heard that a thousand times. Budweiser, the king of beers. So I started drinking Budweiser in high school. And even though over the years I've become a bit of a beer snob and I definitely like your heavy IPAs, a bottle of Budweiser is standard beer to me. That's standard. Like I'm more than happy drinking a bottle, like a cold bottle of regular Budweiser. I know that that's not the best beer, but I can just tell you, I've been drinking that. That That's my beer. I've been drinking that since well, high school. Look, man, you were drinking with me in Vegas and in Reno. Right. You know, I am also a trash-ass beer drinker. I, when I drink a beer, it is usually a Bud Light. That's what I order. Because right. most of the time, I'm a marathon drinker. I like, right? heavy, I like heavy IPA. Like, I prefer heavy IPAs or at the moment. I've I've gone deep enough with the whiskey that, like, I, I just prefer having, like, two doubles. Like, I just yeah, kind of well, don't right. even mess with beer that much. Or like I don't either. Like, I've also stopped pacing my, where I used to be the marathon drinker. So it's like, let's sip on beers all night. And like, maybe now I'm more like, I'll wait till later in the evening to just 
like I, that's part i've been like a little bit more go mode drinking where it went from like the just a double at the end to you know ramping up a little bit <laughs> well that's that's the problem is i'm uh thank you toad i am literally the liberty case race champion which uh david fight had hosted oh, did you guys uh do a new race because toad oh, no will fight great... what sorry will fight sorry will fight i said david fight will fight had hosted it okay. and yeah yeah, we have not done another one yet. I want to do another one, but Toad, it killed Toad. Toad gave up drinking after that case race. Well, he, he, made, he, he made a rebound <laughs> and got thrown out of a bar after uh, an evening in Boston. <laughs> <laughs> ah, nice. Oh, yeah, Toad, he passed out during it. I forgot. But yeah, well, I'm the champion took, of the case race. He took great pride in that. I can't throw back beers like that, or I would have to train for such an event. There was a time where I could definitely handle the higher volume of beer, but that is, uh, like, in my earlier comedy days, I mean, I used to drink, like... I used to have my first beer after work, train ride in all night in the city back when life was fun. Yeah. Pizza slices all night, walk around. I was younger. I, I had like the so perfect fat. amount of fat on me. Lost all my <laughs> hair doing that, but what what can you do? I lost all my hair. I didn't even, I didn't even know what I lost all my hair. Just being young, <laughs> being young and beautiful. At 16, I started going ball, Robbie. 16. Unbelievable. Uh, well, I, but I'm with you. I, I, I was a big I wore too many yarmulkes in my youth. It just slowly rubbed it away. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and God's like, God's like, well, it looks like you're not using that hair under there. I might as well take it away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You don't need it. And I like how your God talks, talks Jewy. I can yeah, save, well, I mean, I can I, save I, on your hair. You don't even need it. Yeah. The Jewish God's Jewy. The white, you know, the yeah. white Christian God speaks, uh, yeah, probably an Irish accent. But do you, do you, you know. think people will, uh, do you think there's going to be a lot of people who will yes. stop drinking Bud Light over this? That's I, awesome. I am. I, I will tell you for a fact. I, right. I was telling my wife, I was almost irrationally pissed off about the, right. this happening just because like we we're talking about it summed up everything that makes me angry about these cor- right. like corporate cronyism corporate sidingly up with the woke causes with ESG it pissed right. me off because it just it hit the nail on the head of the most obnoxious person you could possibly find other than the video of some chick I'm going to show you in a minute I you can't pick somebody that's more obnoxious stupider Less to say about anything and more just in the vein of, I guess, the the basic public concept of this is stupid right. You know, not right. stupid conserved right. This is stupid right. Like, this is what we believe is right. And it doesn't matter how fucking dumb it is. We're going to celebrate it. And that's what Dylan Mulvaney embodies in every way. And it makes no fundamental sense for the brand. It makes fun- no fundamental sense economically. It makes no fundamental sense on, on any level from a marketing perspective. At least I'd right. love to be in that fucking meeting to see what the rationale was in pushing this forward. Because there couldn't have been any. So right. I will officially, I am now a Coors original man. That's it. I'm done with Bud. You know, I'm done with Bud Light. I'm not, I know all their fucking product line up and down. I'm not drinking fucking Corona, I'm not drinking any of that shit. I am a Coors original man. Is Coors and I actually not, have Coors stock. Is Coors uh, not Anheuser-Busch? No, they're Coors right. Molson. Um, and they I, also, and Yingling yeah. also, my, my beer, which I can't get out here. And, and by the way, the fastest growing brand on the East Coast that is supposed to be available to me out here. So I, once that is, I will be a Yingling man. I used to drink Yingling. In co- I had a Yingling phase in college. Uh, can I tell you a fun fact about Coors? Of course. 
So I discovered of this. Of course. Morning. There you go. <laughs> I discovered this when I was out in Omaha, Nebraska. So you've got your uh, Coors Light, which is more traditionally drinking. Uh, I actually, I used to get tall cans of regular Coors. I had a stretch of yeah. that. Um, OG, man. But when I was in Omaha, they had like a, there's like a slightly fancier Coors that comes in like a real old school bottle, almost like the Red Stripe bottle. And uh, Coors, you know, you know what the owner's just- actually actual name is because it's written on that bottle you would never believe this adolf Mm. cores (laughs) there we go well we know they ain't gonna get down with this trans thing because the truth the germans killed trans people anheuser-busch was actually a couple years ago bought out by some big german conglomerate i actually a a belgian conglomerate yeah in oh i actually think it's very funny because uh I'm a sucker for it, but like if you look it up, uh, even Bullet Rye, <laughs> which yep. looks and feels like it's an American whiskey, and it is brew. I mean, it is made in a uh, distillery down in Kentucky, but it's owned by uh, Diago, whatever, which is another oh, just yeah. German liquor conglomerate. Like all of these American whiskeys are actually just owned by like these giant German corporations. Well, the Germans which- can't brew anything themselves anymore. It's yeah. too expensive with their gas well, prices and their electricity. I mean, hard to brew a, person- a beer in the dark. As a person who works in uh, specifically digital advertising in this space, and I look at Alex Jones and the money he's made white labeling, I always, I'd said this years ago at Gas, and God bless, because uh, um, Mark Norman, I haven't tasted yet, but Mark Norman and Sam Morell, I know they got their bodega. Jerked off whiskey. in a cup. I know. You, <laughs> you had it in your freezer for a while. Um, but I, I years ago, I suggested that we should do a fuck you whiskey corp. And really do an ad campaign about the fact that if you're drinking American whiskey, you're actually supporting German conglomerates that hate you and support and look at look at where they actually spend their advertising dollars. They literally hate you. They're German. Like (laughs) these are foreign entities pretending like they are. uh, You know what I mean? Supporting content that you hate. Yeah, I think it's a great idea, man. I I do. I mean, honestly, I was talking to Jason Stapleton about getting a bottle or a barrel of whiskey and bottling our own. Nice. Uh, whiskey for a while and it's not that expensive to be honest I mean, it's like i think it's like 10 grand and then you know you figure okay you could probably make a profit off that you know x many bottles out of it and then the problem even- is you gotta what scares me about that is i guess i would really want to hand select something that i actually liked and then i would be concerned that the actual deliverability of my barrel might taste different than what i tasted True. Well, they and they could swap it out at whim too. You got to have a, a lot of trust right. in your in your barreler. Yeah. To do that, yeah. But anyway, I, so what do you think? Do you think it's going to have a huge impact on uh, InBev and Budweiser? I mean, they're a huge company, but I legit say I, I legit think it's going to have a uh, a much larger impact than they thought. Yeah, well, I think they probably underestimated. Is it trending? But uh, boycott Bud Light is that it was? It was for two days, and I think that you know for the amount of trending, someone's going to make money if someone makes just that T-shirt with the Bud Light logo and like the same text, like boycott Bud Light. I feel like that could uh, that would make some money. I feel like who owns Bush Light? Is Bush Light? uh... Bush is, I think. You know, I'm not sure who owns Bush. Let me here. Let me bring up Brooke in bed. I'm not really fr- friends with him, but I'd love to convince Shane Gillis to just create Shane Light and just <laughs> you know quit pushing Bud Light. Just be out there with your own brand, and that's where oh. you really show these people. Because if uh, if if like the same way Connor launched his whiskey and made a fortune type yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If Special like whatever if, seven, if or whatever. Rogan or someone else really came out with their own 
whiskey or beer line and it like got to the point where one of these bigger companies had to buy it out, I feel like they would be forced to go, oh, we have to transition our marketing. Yeah. Think about all the uh, like all the media that you consume. Like if any listener of this show, how many events do you go to that you see heavy liquor and beer consumption? And why do you think it is that no beer or liquor brand has ever sponsored your content? Yeah. Why do you think that is? I mean, how does that make sense? They Are they not interested in the profits of this market? Are they not interested in like putting their beers in front? Like, It, it is works. mind-boggling. Yeah, yeah. We, I've, tr- I've tried, and I've tried to get liquor sponsors, too, and I've never managed to lock a single one down. Um, never. I think that they are, uh, and I say this based on some information, but I think that they brands together have a, uh, um, there's a little bit of a collusion going on that they've all agreed not to engage in some content. And since hmm. they all agreed on that, no one's picking up that market. Hmm. Well, that certainly sucks. <laughs> it sucks for us. Uh, it, it sucks for us I, until someone actually steps in and goes, fuck it. I, I will I mean, specifically make a product and advertise it to this market. And people get right. displaced. Like there, you know what I mean? Like in, industries have gotten displaced by podcast advertising. Oh, for sure. Harry's Harry's Razors is a great example yeah. of it. Harry's Razors, it, it was or nothing. Blue Chew against Viagra. Yeah, Blue Chew. I mean, Viagra is not even like a like a name anymore. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, who's going to their doctor to get themselves Viagra? No, true. Who's goes to their doctor anyway? Man, yeah, just I haven't seen die. In a while. Just grow prob- a tumor like a man. You, you fucking. What are you? What are you? A Dylan Mulvaney with your with your going to the doctor? I don't think I've seen a doctor in a decade. I probably should. No, probably not. They might not. They probably wouldn't even seen you anyway because you don't have uh, the vaccinations. You won't wear a mask. Yeah. They would have been turned away. But wait, let me ask. Is is Dylan Mulvaney, is he even, I don't think he's even transitioning uh, officially, right? I think he's still got all his bits. He's only been, it's only been like a year. That was the this thing. It's 365 days of girlhood. You can declare yourself a lady while still having a penis. It gets confusing. I hate it. I hate all of it. Well, uh, it, can well, I tell I'll you just... something that, uh, and, and and this is such like a lame thing to say, but like when we were kids, you know, I guess when Jackass was popular, they had concerns about that kids were going to engage in stunts. And there's mm-hmm. something to be said for whatever's profitable in the marketplace. Like people will go ahead and do, I've even seen in comedy. I mean, the amount of time I've put into YouTube and podcasting, uh, instead of stand up because there's money. Like I remember like when we were all like just hardcore stand up, and then YouTube came along and all these people were making money. I mean, that, that, that makes an impact or yeah. like you ask, I have a joke about this in my act, but most kids, like 90% of kids want to be influencers. So if one of the biggest money making influencers is a person that has openly transitioned, you've created a, like a new form of content. And now in my opinion, I don't think that that's organic. I don't know if it's no. the CIA. I don't know if it's China. I don't know who manipulates algorithms or who puts that much money behind these things. But like, that's not the market. The market is not going, hey, I want more Dylan Mulvaney that all of a sudden, like, because if there's something that makes money and is popular, 
more people are going to try and do that. I mean, it's basic economics. It's the opportunity cost where if I got a burger place and pizza places are making, have higher profit margins, I'm going to figure out how to sell some pizza out of my spot. Well, dude, OnlyFans is a great example of that, right? Right. OnlyFans is- OnlyFans is lying, dude. Every time I see an article of some fat bitch pig who's now- Making a million going, and a half dollars? Yeah, you know what's going I on? I believe every word it's, of it. I'll no, I believe every word. That's not the market- that is like OnlyFans Dude, I, itself I, somehow rigging the algorithm. It's a lottery I, to convince I, other people to ruin their lives. By the way, how bad must it feel as a lady? Like, I understand if Playboy wants to write, if play, let's say they brought back fucking Playgirl or whatever, and they brought me a check for $10 million and said, look, and listen, people want to see your soft putty penis, but we'll dress it up. We'll pamper it. We're going to put some makeup put on a it. Put a mustache cover, and a beard on it. We're gonna, yeah, we're going to cover it from specific angles, and we're going to give you the Kardashian treatment. Your your big fat titties are going to look like hard rock solid pecs. You're going to be naked in this magazine, but we're going to make your... We're gonna God make damn your, it, you... You force me now to, I'm literally imagining yeah. in my brain how I would shoot your cock in a Playgirl shoot. And I'm imagining yeah. putting little beards and mustaches on it as for oh, my like joke to nice, make it look really like a, good. Yeah, like a nice spread leg. Yeah, and then you got like a little bit of like the comedy angle by doing it that way. But at least if you came to me with the paycheck, you're like, is $10 million worth your dignity? I might go, yes, it is. But to take the action of being naked for like, I've done that with Stan. I did a podcast to zero audience for a long period of time. I did. Well, you comedy. did my show before, so. But <laughs> what do you mean? I, no, I'm just saying. A, no, a I, podcast I, to zero audience. Never. I did my my personal podcast for zero audience for a fair amount of time. I also did stand up to complete irrelevance for a fair amount of time. <laughs> You feel like a jackass. You're talking about your personal life. You're talking about, and nobody cares. And you're just like, I am just putting myself in a position where my parents can go look, my parents' friend can go look at <laughs> how much of an asshole I can be without justifying this by making money. So I did that without having to be nude. There's got to be nothing worse than finally stooping to, you know what? I'll just put my nudes up and then finding out no one cares. But that's the thing, man. Here's the thing that yeah. everyday feminism now. Right, right. A, a, what are we on? Seventeenth wave feminism says that it's okay. There's two. Well, there's two thoughts of it. Number one, that porn is exploitive, and number two, that porn is empowering. Right, and that chicks should go out right. and fuck everybody and show their twat, and that they should be just as crude and rude and all this other shit. And right now, to your point about the the marketplace, you have these chicks out there, and they're on major major podcasts. They're right. on all these platforms. They're getting all this showcase. They're making money, and there are chicks making a ton of money that just do this full time. All right. the, and, and and they're not that good looking. Hey, These God women bl- are going to chase bless. that. God bless. If you're actually making money doing it, I don't hate whatever. I'm telling God you, bless. man, they make an astounding amount of money. But right. like you're saying with the Dylan Mulvaney thing, the problem there's that not money- that many people that are out there looking at him, though. And, and right. I refuse to believe that there is a market for that. Because even with the social contagion, even with the curve right. and the pickup and the, all the entertainment push and the leftist push and the political push, you still – only have that's, a very minuscule portion of the portion of the population right. that is legitimately trans. And I refuse to believe that anybody else really wants to follow this fucking idiot to see what he's up to. So I, I've I've mentioned this before on podcasts and I've mentioned enough times I should really go back and fact check it. But I remember reading an article that the uh, CIA was basically buying Jackson Pollock artwork because when we were uh, competing with Russia, we wanted to pretend like there was high demand for America. It was uh, Jackson Pollock's, I think, and Andy Warhol's because they wanted to make it seem like the market was very into American high culture. 
So that is a tool that the elites use is that they'll put money. That, that makes complete sense to me that they would into do that. particular things to try and make it seem like there's more of a, a market for it. Yeah. Um, which, uh, so the idea that somebody would spend a lot of money with Dylan Mulvaney just to make it seem like the market was into that and encourage more people to engage in that behavior, even though the market doesn't want it, it doesn't actually provide value and it's not really, uh, in demand does not, it strikes me as more, it strikes me as likely. Well, and, and think about this. Now they're pot committed. If anything, right. they've gone so far to my argument earlier about they push too far too fast on this trans thing. And most people are like, right. this is fucking bonkers. Now they're so pot committed. They have to make it look like there's a market. They have to make it look like people are coming around to it. So right. yeah, they're going to dump thousands, millions, trillions into it. Well, not trillions, but billions into it, making it look normal and normalizing the concept so that they don't get beaten back on the political side of things and on the cultural side of things for having pushed too far in the first place. It's really their only way to go. It's almost like, I mean, at this point, you know, Bud Light said, we're not going to, you know, we're not going to apologize for backing Dylan Mulvaney. Now they can't back off anyway. Right. You're already, you're already did it. The The response is what it was. Now, if you back off every liberal media outlet and leftist online and all these insane, tr- they're going to go after you. So you can't back off if you wanted to, but I do think that they're pot committed. And and like you're saying, they've got no choice now but to push this as far as it can possibly go before the population as a whole snaps and just says, fuck off. We're not going to take it anymore. This is too bizarre and we're afraid for our children. And I'll tell you this, man. Legitimately, I have two daughters. I am legitimately afraid of this for them because I see so many stories of chicks chopping their fucking tits off at 13 going around their parents and then regretting it three years later. And you see all these testimonies online because now we're reaching that age where these kids are like, I'm self-aware. How could you let me do this? I was taken advantage of. There's a chick suing Kaiser Permanente right now. And I hope she gets millions out of them. Uh, Wait, what's Kaiser Permanente? Oh, Kaiser Permanente. So Kaiser Permanente is a mega big hospital chain out here in LA. Okay. And their whole thing, I can't, they have some weird thing where it's like they, I don't know, they pay their doctors different, but their doctors, they went in, this chick at like 13, went in right. and was like, I want an, I'm a boy, I'm in a girl's body, lop my tots off, and right. uh, you know, the whole schmagag. And they were like, You're right. And so she's now uh, you know, of age, and she's like, I can't believe you did this. I was a cute girl, I'm not trans at all. Nobody ever questioned me, nobody ever, you know, evaluated me. I had depression issues, I had body issues, I had gender, I had body dysmorphia issues. Why did nobody look at these issues I had mentally and tell me pump the brakes? Right. Instead, it's there all is, uh, go for when it. People, when people talk about the, uh, I guess, how this is pushing pedophilia, um, it, there is something to be said for whether or not children are able to make these decisions. And if they can make these decisions, then why can't they consent as well? to sexual intercourse. Like if you can make a decision at age eight about whether or not you should be a boy or girl. And I don't, I want to make it clear. I don't think either of these things are appropriate. Like, I think that they're both wrong for the exact same reason. But yeah, from from a a philosophical argument. Yeah. Why would you not? But I'm just saying the people who are pushing that it is appropriate. Well, then what's the distinction between that and other decisions that a, you know, 12 or 13 year old, can or can't be making. If you can change your gender at 13 and make that decision, why can you not leave 
the house and live on right. your own. Why, right. why, why can you not work? I mean, again, it goes into the, a billion other issues. And yeah, exactly. Why can you not sexually consent? If you can, if you can consent to changing your sex, right. you should be able to consent to having it. Yeah. <laughs> I Fair mean, enough. that's a very simple, and and I don't I don't disagree with that argument. But like you're saying, I also agree with you. I think that there's got to be a cutoff. And I was thinking about this for like, you know, for the show. I, I'm trying to think about these ways to to have positive philosophical outcomes and uh, futurist outcomes for libertarian and anarchist philosophy, right? Because I don't think anybody's doing it. What's like a projected future that's a good future for our philosophy? And I'm trying to think through all these topics, and sex was one of them. Okay. And gender. And I was thinking about that. And like, it gets into the age of consent. But I'm also like, do people realize this trans shit? We're forcing these kids, or well, we're not. A lot of people are forcing these kids into this decision. They're pressuring them into doing it. Like, yes, yes, do it, do it. Our society, yes, do it. Change your sex, right? Meanwhile, look what's happening with AI. Look what's happening with VR. Look what's happening with all of these technological advancements. In 10, 20 years, if you want to be a chick, Guess what you're going to have to do? Put on your fucking VR goggles, jump into your sensory tank of goo, and you can be a chick for eight hours a day, every day. And I guarantee you, we're going to have the technology to make your brain think that you are a chick getting fucked by as many dicks as you want, or a dude fucking as many badges with you want, as long as, you know, whatever it might be, we're going to have that technology. And in the meantime, all these kids are mutilating themselves, changing themselves irrevocably, for what? For what? Did I completely lose you? No, I, <laughs> I I don't have an answer for for as to what they're doing. Well, I mean, you know what I'm saying though is like with technology, a lot of these people that you know the whole thing is I'm I'm trapped in the wrong body, but you can without surgery, without anything, you're with technology, you're going to be able to be in that body effectively. You're saying you, you'll be able to potentially achieve it without the uh, with the, well. Or, also, or have or have so much yeah. of an advancement that you're you're not going to have these terrible scars in this experience that's right. halfway there. You know, it's either going to be a virtual seamless experience with an avatar or AI and VR. There's no reason to mutilate yourself at 13. Wait right. and see. You know. Yeah, wait. It's like version one iPhone. Why? Like you, <laughs> you might as well wait for the later technology. Why get stuck <laughs> these, with the early? These versions. bitches, neo neo pussies, are flip phones. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you have you have a flip dick. Yeah, wait, wait for better tech. It's coming. <laughs> uh, anything else to add on this? <laughs> Otherwise, I'll uh, we could go on to the next thing. Uh, no, I think we covered it. All right. So, I don't know if you saw this amazing video from uh, originally. I saw this from Lila Hart. I don't know if you know Lila. She's a great chick. Wait, can um, I? I'm sorry. We should do. Uh, uh, we should spoof the 365 days of girlhood for yeah. uh, one day of ruining an established brand. <laughs> <laughs> Do they, we should send Bud. We should send Bud Light a can with our faces on it. Like congratulations yeah, exactly. on on one day of ruining your brand. Yeah, <laughs> Trump. It'll be Trump's. <laughs> it'll be Trump's mugshot on it. Yeah. Right. I was I say, if Bud Light all... really wanted to piss their base off, that's what they yeah. should do is put his mugshot on a can. That would really get them out. I wonder if uh, all branches move away from the influencer plays because they're like, look, you make one bad decision. And even though it doesn't take much to go, this is just a dumb one. This one doesn't make sense. This is not yeah. an audience. What is, it? Dude, I remember once having a conversation with like Natty Light 
Actually, it wasn't just Natty Light. I've had a lot of conversations with brands. Natty Light was like launching a seltzer. Maybe this wasn't my direct conversation. And they were interested in content that didn't make sense for what that brand would be. Like I offered them things like that made champagne. Yeah, I wait, made, wait. <laughs> I'm I offered them things that made perfect sense for a Natty Light seltzer. And they were like, no, we're looking for more of like a Dylan Mulvaney type thing. And we're like, all right, good luck. I mean, that's for not what natural we do. light. Maybe it wasn't. All right, listen, just to cover my own ass here and not no, be- uh, badmouth anyone. That. Maybe it wasn't, but it was like in the vein of like a a, a product like Natty Light launching something new, and yeah. we had gotten a hold of them because we thought it would make very good sense for their brand with uh, the content that I have. And they came back that they were looking for a uh, hipster, you know trendy brooklyn gay thing that did not make sense we're in deep talks with him and her zoe dashnell's band are you right right no yeah yeah i get what you're saying know thyself yeah yeah brand know thyself it's unbelievable um okay so let me share this did you see this video this is again i saw this from lila hard a bunch of people have shared it i think my buddy dan smots shared it so (laughs) there this is in in new york city and Outside of the Donald Trump, I guess, indictment, at a, you know, there's a bunch of people out right. there just being oh, dickholes. Was this the chicken white face? Yes. And it's, then I and, don't. And she does such a she's doing such a poor job. Her manager actually has to step up and go. This is performance. Don't, art. Hey, losing. don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. We're going to watch it right now. So here we go. Here it is. In here and calling uh, all the white people that, right? racist. No, I'm calling them dumb Republicans. No, you're calling them racist. Yeah, you're calling the white people racist. All white racist. people are fucking racist. Why are you trying to get violence right now? Because I'm black and I like violence. Yeah. I'm an animal. So I'm an animal. I'm a black animal. Yeah. I'm a black animal. Let's kill all white people. Yeah, baby. Biden 2024. 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 Biden Biden and just be like, you guys just aren't getting this and try and shape like that is a manager realizing, you know what? I probably got to close the business or get some better clients because this oh, isn't no very shit. good. Like how many other clients did you got? Do you have any other clients that you're out there? You're like, all right, so what are you going to do, honey? Are right, you going to pay yourself white? You're going to say you're Republican, but then you're going to yell you're a black animal. It's like nothing she's doing makes any sense coherently right. as even a performance piece. She's in a diaper. I don't understand why she's. In black, she looks like a, a Mad Max character. Yeah, I could see her on a like a hot motorcycle with a guy strapped to a stick above her. Just our luck, she's going to be more famous than any of us. Like you're going to see her t- next I'm day, sure like she just already is out in places yelling. Yeah, maybe she's like the black Republican version of uh, Alex Stein. <laughs> well, look, be honest. You maybe wash off the wrong in my I got to leave my apartment and just yell more in public. I'm I'm yelling too much <laughs> indoors. I got to be outdoors and more in people's faces. I'm an animal. <laughs> I'm rubbing the fire. I'm an animal for sandwiches. Subway yeah. sandwiches get an instant deal. Okay, hose her down. Would you do her? Wait, what? Hose her down. Hose off the white paint. Take the diaper mm. off. Yes or no? My uh, my sensibilities have changed quite a bit, and that. Uh, 
I find people to be exhausting, so it, I, I'd have to really be out drinking. Like, and I mean, like, really drinking in a way I don't really even drink anymore. I really just want to come home and be left alone. It's like, <laughs> you got to be really attractive at this point to, for me to, and bullshit free. Like, really attractive and, like, actually, like, into hanging out with me and not wanting to tell me sad stories for a while first type thing. Well, I mean, I look. I'm going to say, if I was real hammered, I could see myself going down that that road. But then it would be funny. You wake up. What would be the greatest thing, though, is if you wake up next to her in the morning. Right. And you're over and she's like, oh, hey, baby. And then, you you know, you've got white face all over your white, your face. Right. And she's all the biggest. I'm an go, old man. Dude, oh, I, you're black. I, oh, that's really funny. <laughs> Sorry, I stepped on your punchline. That was that's a great good. joke. <laughs> You want to just tell that one again and do an edit? Because that was actually a really good joke. I, I don't edit shit. It was a good joke. No, but he'll, he'll just, you wake up in the morning, you roll over, she's next to you, and you got your her white face over your face, yeah. and you just go, oh, you're black? You've got me. You you lied. I've been raped. Damn it. And you're a Democrat. Oh, get out of my bed. Yeah. Hey, it, would, I, it, would be, it would be funny, though, if uh, maybe without the white face on, that's actually a gorgeous lady. I don't know. I mean, she, had, but, she had big boobs. I'll give her that. But yeah, uh, dude, the the manager. This is this is this is performance art. Yeah. yeah okay. That means, well, that I, either that or working. it's a fucking crazy homeless person. So right. yeah, and exactly, it's not working. That Asian but, lady's real hot though. The one that was she uh, was giving her a hard time. Yeah. Who's that lady? I don't know. I don't She's know. Her She's, and Kim Iverson on uh, OnlyFans. I'll pay for that. The GOCCP. You know what I'm talking about? Sorry, Kim. I actually think you're doing the best journalism in this space. Didn't mean to disrespect. See, and you already are talking about OnlyFans. Arden <laughs> Stellaris says vomit. I don't know if that's towards us talking about the boobs or the person. Does it matter? Can you see if you can find any, like anyone know who that person actually is? If she's got other performance art. I, I was trying to Google it before the show and maybe right. it's just too fresh that I couldn't find it. Cause I was very curious to see what she looked like and what her performance art was. But the thing is, in the performance art, nothing right. she's saying. She's literally contract, con like countermanding her own performances. She's supposed to be a white Republican. She's out there in rainbow glasses and rainbow suspenders. Is was Gallagher a white Republican? Are you Gallagher as? Why are you in a diaper? Nothing makes sense other than that you look like a fucking psychopath screaming about nothing. Right. And if her idiot manager was smart. She would have tried to explain what the performance was supposed to be instead of just going Republicans are idiots. This is performance art. Right. I don't get it. And if your manager's that old, she shouldn't be managing that type of performance art. Also, can what I just can say, I say that this chick was, if she's a day old, she's 70 and you're not, you should not be handling a shrieking black woman in white face in a diaper with her tits covered in what looked to be packing tape. What can I say? I'm an old man. I don't get. I don't get what these kids are up to. All right. So wait. Hold on. So he says, Sir Savannah Hernandez, formerly of formerly Blaze fame. Blaze Google like Bla like Blaze TV. Like Glenn Beck was she? Google it. What? Wait. Was she? Glenn is Glenn Beck a screaming black woman <laughs> with big tits? Google it. All right. Hold on. Savannah Hernandez. Right. Was that the name? Savannah Hernandez. All right. Oh, that's the hot chick. I God, you. I want to know who the crazy uh, black we'll pull, chick was. We'll pull that up. I want to see more of the hot chick. 
All right, Savannah Hernandez. Yeah, she's good looking. Oh, I thought she was Asian. Sorry, I missed. I. Oh, you she's know what? not she, Asian. She looks insanely eight. It's ridiculous. Her last name is Hernandez. That's got to be a married Pull in. Pull some of the pictures. You're leaving me in the I'm, dark here. I'm getting there. Now she's a Turning Point USA. There's Savannah. Let's look at her Instagram. This is what, what the is, people. This is what the people tune in for: hardcore political commentary and stalking is, uh, hot reporters. What is Turning Point USA? That is uh, Turning Point look- USA. I think is is um, Charlie uh, Kirk. Charlie, Charlie Kirk's thing. Yeah, I think it's Charlie Kirk's thing. I don't know that so, much about Charlie Kirk. I know that he exists. So I don't know that much about him. She's a good-looking gal, and well, eh, that picture or whatever. Let's see. She's uh, still she's still good-looking. Let's see you're the crazy. hot pictures. Come on, show me the slutty I, stuff. I, look, Get that I, Instagram. I, what you're are you doing you're here? the guy that's saying these people shouldn't join OnlyFans, and then here you are trying to find I didn't slutty say not pictures. To join OnlyFans, I said go find this lady's Instagram pictures right look, now. That's what I said. Look how beautiful she is right here. I was you're on not Instagram. Show me the picture. <laughs> what? Are you, what am I on? Oh, did I close the window? Yeah. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's my bad. You're enjoying these pictures all to yourself. All right, fine. Here's her Twitter. Look, there's her, there's her Tucker Carlson. Look how pretty she is there. Pretty girl. Now it's just me. Now I just have the whole show to myself. Hey there, fans of the Lions of Liberty podcast. Are you sick of Brian and think that Robbie the Fire should be the only real bald man representing this, the libertarian this. community? Well, you see what you've done? You. I try to find these fucking pictures of this girl and accidentally X out my own window on the show. All right. God damn it. Yes. All right. Somebody says Filipinos. Anarcha Rico says Filipinos are Asian with Hispanic uh, names. They are the lowest rung of Asian, by the way. I've been told that by other Asians. I didn't say that personally, but I've been told that by every other Asian race. Okay. Filipinos are at the bottom. I have a terrible bet. Oh, my God. I'm going to regret this. I'm going to regret this. We already we still threw a sperm race. I know, but I just thought of a great great consequence for the loser. Okay. But I'm going to regret this so bad. I don't even know if I want to say it. Maybe we'll have Come to on. work out the parameters, but All right, fine. no hats and not allowed to shave your head for some duration of time so that you have to rock the old man's sides. I'll look so much better than you, though. I will look so old, and I feel like I spend more time in front of the camera, <laughs> and we don't even know if my sperm works. You, you, you've you, knocked up your non-Puerto oh, Rican wife twice now. Twice? That's a lot for a non-Puerto yeah, Rican you, woman. How old are you? I'm 43 now. 43. Still got big, thick loads. Yeah, man. They fall at <laughs> what they may. They actually, I've broken tiles in the shower. I have cracks. <laughs> <laughs> you, you seal them up. That's actually how you patch things up in the bathroom. It's, that's the thing. It's yeah. like flex seal. It's amazing. Tiles fall off and you just splurt a load on there and slap <laughs> when, the tile back on. When, when you see commercials yeah. for white flex seal with that guy with the big, thick black beard, that's just my cum you're splattering on the bottom you of go. your boat. That, that's your boat made of fucking income here. <laughs> fenced in doors or whatever, screen door <laughs> boat. All right, Dave, it's already it's already an hour. We didn't even get into the Trump indictment stuff. We still have to do our, we have to do our Q&A. Well, let's real quick. Okay. We'll do we'll do 5 minutes of Trump indictment stuff. Then if you guys we're going to do a, a Q&A with Robbie, ask him anything, but you got to go to our Patreon, Lions of Liberty Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Lions of Liberty, $15 level. That is where you get in uh to do the Q&A. We're going to be doing these once a quarter. Robbie's our first victim. And you can ask him, as I said, anything, dick length, ass depth. That's what I'm curious to hear. How deep is your ass? Hmm. Uh, but before that, thoughts on the indictment, Robbie? Uh, well, 
I'm curious to, I haven't actually dug into the charges, but it sounds like, cause I even heard on a mainstream news channel today, whoever their legal analysis was like, they were basically saying, yeah, he had some fraudulent like business records, but the fact that they're trying to tie this into the campaign stuff is a stretch. And that was coming from them trying to sell the story. Yeah. Uh, so it sounds to me like this is probably going to fall apart. I, I mean, it's uh, it's nonsense of all the things that people go down for. You might get in trouble for actually overplaying for a blowjob. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty funny. And I, I read something that Donald Trump Jr. posted that Stormy Daniels has been ordered to pay back a lot of the money, <laughs> too. Oh, so I, what did he even pay her for then? Right. But. It just seems like one of the biggest missteps, the most idiotic missteps from the Democratic Party, unless the whole plan is to get Trump in, right? If they're afraid of DeSantis, let's say the Democrats are for playing 8D chess. Right. They know DeSantis is the better candidate, which he is, but they want Donald Trump versus Biden the general. So Trump galvanizes, you know, his base now. He'll get the he'll get ushered in there. Now Biden can beat him because people hate Trump. But I think they might have miscalculated. I don't because- think Biden. I, I think pre-Ukraine war, Biden might have been able to win a re-election. And he probably only could have won a re-election against Trump. Yeah, um, exactly. I'm, I'm going to venture to guess that. I would venture to guess that Biden versus Trump round two will have the lowest, lowest voting engagement of all time, but there's no way by, like, I even, I think people are going to want out of this Ukraine war thing, and I think we're going to have currency, inflation, and other issues that are going to become a little bit too apparent. Well, the brick, the whole brick thing getting off the dollar is worrying, but that's yeah. a, a topic, maybe, uh, maybe for the Q&A. There you go. There you go. Well, end it there, because we're already at an hour uh, Toad, uh, I'd ask Robbie's ass to penis ratio, but he already measured his ass live on Tower Gang. He might have measured his ass. Did he marry? Did he measure the death? Well, by the way, I'll be I on Tower Gang I- tomorrow. By the way, for anybody watching this live show, I'll be on Tower Gang live Wednesday night. So tune in there. I got a mold of my penis, and I tried to put it into my own ass, but I couldn't do it. So that's I guess awesome. My penis is larger than my asshole. I just wanted to run that experiment for myself, just in case it came <sighs> up on a podcast. Oh, that's a great experiment. We should have done that bet. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Robbie, where can people find you, watch you, support you, and do all the things that uh, that make a, a beautiful bald man happy? Uh, Run Your Mouth podcast, some reports tour coming soon, Robbie the Fire on all social, and I got a weekly Wednesday show at uh, Cafe Bohemia in New York City. If you want to get tickets online, promo code FIRE, $5, or honestly, you can just show up. Fuck that. Pay the $5. Don't be a cunt. All right. That's it. Let's go to the bonus show. Robbie, I'll shoot you the link in uh, on Twitter. Oh, All right. A new link. A new link. From me, Brian right. McWilliams. From Robbie the Fire Bernstein. From the Run Your Mouth podcast. From the Lions of Liberty. And from me and H. Daydream. Keep those electric eyes on us, babe. And keep those ray guns to our.